This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hey, welcome to a special nonsense edition of uh, the Blue Shirts Breakaway. We're talking all Game of Thrones today. Uh, unfortunately, I watched the leak episode last week, so I wasn't able to do a Game of Thrones episode last week, but this week, I can kind of complain about that. Today, I have with me a Patreon supporter named Tim. Tim, say hello. Hello, everybody. And my local serial enthusiast and dearest friend, Angel Gonzalez. Angel, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. How are we doing, Ryan? We're doing very well. Uh, I have a lot to complain about in this Thrones episode, and I don't have a a strict plan for this podcast, because I'll be honest with you, I fell asleep at work today. So... (laughs) Uh, I meant to do that. I got very little sleep and nodded off a little bit. And I was like, oh, wow, I have to do real work and I can't get anything done. So with your eight o'clock draft. Yeah, with my eight o'clock draft right after this. Uh, so I have not prepared for my fantasy football draft, but I'm ready to talk some thrones. Let's talk this. <laughs> Were you disappointed in this episode? Because that seems to be the theme of, of what happened. I guess what we should do first before we even answer that question is kind of recap quickly what happens. Uh, if you haven't watched this episode, why are you listening to this? What are you doing? Uh in this episode, pretty much the nutshell is uh, the Night King resurrects Blue Eyes White Dragon, and then Danny goes to save John in a, after they do a suicide mission. Have I missed anything there? No, that, that definitely sums it up. Suicide oh, oh, Squad. Also, Arya and, and Sansa's storyline is the worst thing to happen this whole season. Oh, oh yeah, that's a good that's a good way to start, right? Get that out of the way, since most of the decent parts of the episode involve White Walkers and whatnot. The Arya Sansa like flip there doesn't work for me. So. Are we sure that there's something not off screen here? Like, is this just terrible writing? Is there? No, some- it, it, it's bad writing because even if something is happening off screen, I would I would still chalk it up to bad writing. Like, like if they're scheming against Peter, I I, I still don't understand why this scene would exist. It's- yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with Angel. This is like we're reaching Dorn levels of bad right now. It's- um, go on, Tim. Go good. Ahead. Uh, it's it's just not. It's not good. Uh, but I do think something else, I agree, something's happening behind the scenes that we don't know about. I hope so, because that would at least alleviate some of my pain with watching it. One of the things that doesn't work for me is that Arya, <clears throat> as like a character with the last two seasons, regained her identity, right? As a Stark and as, mm-hmm. a, as a family person, and she dropped the faceless thing. I'm Arya Stark. I'm going home. So to see her just put on like this, this, this Jack and Hagar facade, 
I don't know. I wasn't I wasn't feeling it. Yeah, like all of a sudden she's a waif. And you're like, wait a second. Why is Arya yeah, a waif? Yeah, yeah. We just had a sick reunion where we hugged his sisters. We kind of joked. We had like this old rivalry. But now we're like back together. The Stark family's back together. And like Arya can't see through a, a letter that 12-year-old Sansa had to write and was forced to by the people that were capturing her. That's the dumbest writing I've ever seen, if that's true. So I, I agree. But I also think that like, I just don't see any way that she went through all this training. She went through all like the acting training, the assassin training, the spy training, and she's this dumb that she falls for something like that from Littlefinger. So I think, I think she's acting the way she is to not let Sansa on because I'm ter- Sansa. Sansa is not a good liar. So I think she's playing it up, and she also thinks Littlefinger's watching her. Um, so she's playing it up to seem like she's falling into this trap and then she's going to flip it on him because when she handed her the dagger to me and to some other people I was reading about, it seemed like she was saying, I could have killed you at any time and I haven't. So trust me. It's it's, but at the same time, like Arya kind of went from like, I'm in training to I'm the greatest in like one episode. There was no transition period for Arya. Like, did she ever really get tested before this? No. Right. No, she hasn't. I mean, when she fought Brienne, there was she hadn't fought anyone else between the time she left, um, left her training and and Brienne. Like you know, you didn't see any of her skills before then. Yeah, then she's going one on one with a top three fighter in Westeros. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, she's like five uh, five one at max. Sure. I'm, I'm all right with that. I'm not. I'm not too picky with that. I feel like they could have like squeezed in random fight sequences with her. Uh, that would be unnecessary. But yeah, most of my gripe comes from just the complete turn of character from, uh, you know, like hugging in the previous episode to now basically like implying that she could kill Sansa at any moment as though Sansa should even fear that that's a possibility. So my hope is that Arya is playing Peter but not letting Sansa in the know. And Sansa might go to Peter and Peter may think that his plan is working to some extent. And they wrap this all up next week and they kill Baelish or Baelish has to leave. Or if something happens to one of those two characters as a result of all this, I'll be pretty upset. So if this, if this drags into next season. I, yeah. Yeah. Don't, words. don't make it last beyond season seven. I can't do clean, it. Cl- clean up the North yeah. plot this season. I think they will. Uh, because I think, uh, I, I think they're, I don't know. I I got nothing for that. I, so, I, I feel like I, it has more to do with my predictions for next season. So I, I want to save that for later. Yeah, we're we're <laughs> gonna talk about predictions and theories after we kind of review this whole episode. But just let's talk about this really quick. Was it weird that she sent Brienne in her place after Peter was like, "You should have Brienne protect you, protect you, Brienne." And then it was all of a sudden she's like, "Yeah, Brienne, go to King's Landing. He takes my spot. I don't need protection anymore." It feels like maybe she thought Brienne was won over by Baelish, or was I reading that wrong? No, uh, uh, not going. Go Oh, I'm not saying uh, anything. We're at, we're, we're at an impasse. Uh, Help. I, I, I can see where you would think that I actually didn't ponder that. Uh, my thought was that maybe she she sees that, that Baelish is trying to separate her and Arya. I don't know how much to an extent she sees that as much as Arya is, but she kind of th- pushed her away so that if something happens, there there isn't more of a divide. Like, Bran's not going to attack one or the other. Um, so just to avoid as much conflict as possible, because I don't really think she believes Arya would actually kill her. Uh, so to, in order to keep Baelish's plan from going further, I think that's why she sent him away or sent Brienne away. I, I guess so. I just, it's just so weird. Like you, that is your sworn protector. Why would you send her in your spot? 
And also, let's get to the, the actual big point here. How dumb is the suicide plan? It's it's the dumbest. Like, if that actually happens in the books, do we actually do we think that's going to happen in the books, or was this like a sped up version? The going north of the wall. Hell yeah! To capture a White Walker to tell oh. us, to sell Cersei that to convince her. By the way, Cersei has an undead soldier already. Why would she be so oh. surprised about a white? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't Good think that's gonna, I don't think that's gonna happen in the books. I think that was just the writers uh, attempting to write like a good fan service episode. They wanted some plot north of the wall. They wanted to have the Night King in an episode, and they wanted an episode of, like dedicated to him because we've had that for the last few seasons and whatnot. So I think I think the writers worked backwards. They wanted to put a cool team up there, so they had to contrive something. I don't think we'll see that in the books. I think in the books, the general plan will happen and attempt to. Uh, an attempt to like form an alliance with somebody evil. It might not be Cersei. It could be Euron in the books. Who knows? But something similar will 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 happen. But I, I don't think the plan to go capture a White Walker and bring him south is is going to go down. I can't see that happening. It doesn't make sense, Tim. I think I agree. I don't I don't think that would happen. I haven't read all the books, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think they did it. A yes, fan service, and B they're so they're so pushed to speed this up because they have to limit it to seven episodes this season and then i think six next next season so with, they're just but they did it that's no, the no, thing with, okay. yeah, yeah. With, with that said i don't think it's that dumb i just think it needed a little more exposition like some of the characters have been north of the wall before and they've just ran into whites right like yeah. yeah, like it looks like if you go north of the wall you might just run into a random zombie out there this happened with like bran and, and mira so uh, maybe they could have had a little exposition where they talk about that. Like, we don't have to go too deep. We just have to stay out there, and one of them will try to attack us. That's but they made it seem like they wanted the, the, the Suicide Squad to go to, you know, the, the, the land of always cold or whatever they call it. I thought they were trying to capture a White Walker at first. Right. Yeah, but, it did seem that way for sure. They, they, they like, they dragged it out because they probably, I agree, they probably should have, in the in the writing, they should have had him just stay out there and and try and find one, but they decided to run to literally every single white yeah. and white walker in that region. They were just going north. I mean, like basically without a plan. Like, why keep walking north? Like, at a certain point, that you think that you'll just run into one. Like, what what made you think you were gonna run into one at all? It's kind of odd. It seemed like there was no destination. If they don't find the whites in that situation, do they keep going until until there's no recourse and you can't go back? Yeah, they find uh, a, they, and they find a bear first. I don't, yeah, they find a bear, which is like amazing by itself. Um, you know, and that was just setting up the dragon. Like, yeah, you could turn animals in, into it's a White Walker. So I, I just think that that like it could have been done. It just needed more exposition. Like, it just sounds dumb. Were they not heading to where the hound said that he saw his vision? I, uh, that, the mountain looked like the arrowhead. Yeah, but they again, they don't even really like. There's never a situation where the the Brotherhood tells John like, "Yeah, we have a purpose to be here. We don't know what it's about." Like, even their plan doesn't necessarily align with John's plan. Like, they're not looking for a white. They just feel like they have to be there because the Lord of Light told them to be. Well, John's just looking to get a white, uh, a zombie white. Yeah, so it, it just. It needed more planning, and I know why they wanted to have that episode. I look forward. Those are my favorite episodes on the show. I just love North of the Wall episodes. So yeah, I I wanted one, but I I do think it could have been done better. It well, it it just goes too quick. Let's go back and touch on why they needed to do seven episodes. HBO, let's be clear, would have paid them for ten seasons. The show the showrunners have done a great job adapting the show, but when it comes to writing their own material, it's kind of been lacking. It feels like we had such a slow-paced, like, build-up show, and then all of a sudden in season seven, 
Like, if you think back to where we started at the beginning of the season, to where we are now, like, John and Danny haven't met yet. John's gone, like, up and down Westeros, like, seven times in six episodes. And all of a sudden, uh, we are where we are. And now John and Danny are going to get it on. So, no. and, and that's, like, a guarantee. It's no, that she can have kids. I hope not. Remember, she, she definitely cannot have kids. Except if... Jo- uh. <laughs> Now I was gonna Except. say if Jorah doesn't do it first, I'm gonna be upset. <laughs> Joe, Jorah's never doing it. Yo, when oh. when Viserion goes down, Jorah instead of looking at the dragon just looks right at Danny like I'm I'm never getting this. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm never. He's in the this. friend zone for the yeah. rest of his life. He knows. No, no. If I'm gonna get like aroused in any way watching this show, Jorah has to nail Daenerys. It's not gonna happen though. Like <laughs> it's just like such like a friend zone trap. He's never doing it. He's just happy to be at this point. He's like so in love with her. He's like, I'm just happy to watch. That's fine. <laughs> I'm just happy to watch. He like he's. Are you are you painting a picture where he's in the corner and he's just yo just at the end just of the, there, Khaleesi. Yes, but Jor is only a lot. He still has an arc in my mind, and that's nailing Daenerys. Like that's the end. <laughs> that's end game. <laughs> he's gonna die for her in the in, a, in another way. Like you saw him at the end of the episode. They're waiting for John like somehow to come back on this horse. We'll get to that. And like Daenerys, he's like he's like Jorah's like, yo Daenerys, it's time to go. We can't wait any longer. And he's like crossing his fingers that John is dead. And then all of a sudden, this horse comes and he's like, are you kidding me? My one chance. Like he's John's back from the like how how do I kill this guy? So, uh, but he does have a mutual respect for John, obviously, with the sword the sword scene. I think that that's why they had that, right? That felt that was so uncomfortable because. They had been walking for God knows how long, and all of a sudden, John's just like, "Oh yeah, you might want this." Like, could you not have said that hours earlier? It just came out of nowhere. There was no setup. He wasn't like, "Hey, is that the sword that my father gave you?" He John just randomly like, "Oh yeah, this is yours." Yeah. So this ah. this this Valyrian steel sword that I need to fight White Walkers. <laughs> yeah, it's yours now, bro. I'll fight with. But what was John planning on fighting with? Like, we'll trade trade these. Give me your knives. The dragon glass daggers. Yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> yeah, that's not. How yeah, that works. I, I guess it was a weird time to to want to give it to him. I I, I don't know if he expected Jorah to reciprocate by just trading swords. <laughs> but yeah. I, I I thought the scene was good. I thought it was one of it the. It was more... a fight scene. There's a lot of Star yeah. Wars dialogue now, like a lot of very a lot of Star Wars dialogue. Yeah, there is. a lot of good banter this episode. I think. Uh, that's what... I actually. We've been knocking this episode, but I thought this season up until this episode has been pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I agree. I this, yeah. It's actually, been <laughs> no, really it's been good. amazing compared to like. <laughs> certain parts of six and five i thought the season was pretty good up until this episode i totally the contrived agree. uh bring a white south and the the, the 180 aria flip it just wasn't doing it for me and i hope they bounce back next uh this sunday I, I, uh, yeah this was this was easily the worst episode of the season in my opinion but this season has been one of the best if not the best of the show it's because yeah. they drop like eight bombs every episode it's like guys yeah yeah we, we just time tra- everyone time travels here's dragons here's how they fight burn half of cersei's army <laughs> like oh I, and i'm like sitting there paralyzed like this it, was, is crazy. it was a lot of plot yeah it's, it's it moves the plot forward i wouldn't mind another like four episodes of dialogue um but i'm sure some people would I'm obviously on the nerdy side of things where I want to see like John and Tyrion talk about like strategy and their their journeys together, even though we already know it's I don't know. It's, I guess. That's, yeah, that's no, the books. I, I actually disagree. I'm like a lot of people are upset with the pacing now that it's moving a lot faster. But I feel like all the characters that have 
character arcs, they're nearing the end of them, and we just it's going to be like a full blown climax in season eight. So, uh, like, we're, we're, speaking, like, Jorah's going to nail Daenerys. No, speaking of full, full, full blown climax, <laughs> how hard can I tweet at you when uh, John inserts himself into Danny next episode? Uh, I really hope. I actually hope it doesn't happen. Like, like, there's there's ways that I want the show to go, and I don't want like that's not my preferred route. I actually want Daenerys to sort of. It seems like a red airing right now. They're making her seem like she might be the Mad King uh, and turn evil. I hope she does. I think that would be great. I want her to turn evil so bad. Yeah, I hope she becomes the Night King of the South. Builds up her army for seven years. (laughs) Tries to take over Westeros. The exact same thing, and Jon has to kill both. I think that would be perfect. All right, I was. Let's go. And I agree. I'm actually kind of on the same boat with you. So um, I hate like like Jon and Daenerys like super team versus the Night King. I'm like, no. Let's let's. All right, I was gonna stick on this episode, but we'll get back to it. Let's talk about this now. Let's talk about some theories. Or should we finish up the episode first? We should finish up the episode. Finish up the episode. I I definitely have a couple more issues, and I can't remember what they were. So so just walk me through it. I'll definitely walk you through it. Let so, me go back to that. Let me go back to that, John and Danny. You got. I know you guys don't like it, but that was like the most. I was getting really annoyed with her character, how she was getting really cocky and like I don't need to do anything, and and I'm I'm just queen. Like I deserve this. Everyone should bend the knee to me. And that was like to me that was the first time that she was actually like, hey, I'm humble. I need I need to earn this. Like I don't just. Everyone oh, should yeah, just yeah. bend to me because I just met them. I've been praying for a dragon death just to just to level her her out a bit. <laughs> Cal, let me kill one of your kids real quick, <laughs> <laughs> really quick. Oh man! And I thought that was actually decent acting for because I think she's one of the worst actors on the on the show. So I thought that was all pretty decent. Like I I felt it when the dragon died. You know, the slow pan toward her face. I was like, oh, that's pretty yeah. good. Can we? No, rank, she did a really good job. Can we rank the, the actors? voice? Everything. Can we rank actors real quick? Who's like the top yes. three actors? So it's like it's Dinklage, even though Dinklage has been like pretty. I don't Creepy. know if it's the character of, of of what they. It hasn't been. He hasn't been as good. I think they've really dumbed down Tyrion. That's kind of annoyed me a lot, actually. Um, but I yeah, think I Davos is probably the best actor on the show, right? Am oh, I right? that's so good. I was definitely gonna mention Davos. Uh, Liam Cunningham. Yeah, he's a, he's fucking incredible. Every line he delivers, I'm like, that was a winner. Just a straight winner every single time. You get he gives limited work. He has a great accent. And he just like the his facial expressions like and him and like I think him Jamie oh Cersei's so good too I feel like everyone's yeah, good but Dan yeah yeah I think Cersei uh what is her name Lena, Lena Hetty or something yeah I think so I think she's the best actor on the show she's insane I would agree she's really good uh, and she's so believable that's the best part like that was the best part about Joffrey when he was around he was so hateable. It, it was yeah, incredible no, how she, hateable she, he was. She sells her villainy and she like a lot of people like I'm totally on Team Cersei. Just I I don't know, and, and 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 that just goes to show you like how much effort she's put into to like being just a good, a good actress. Like I don't want her to die because she's it was like Gus in Breaking Bad. I just don't want like you're too good of an actor. Yeah, you're too don't good. Don't die. She's I yeah she I think she might end she up being the final one. boss. She might end up being final boss either way. I think that's what... I think she'll be final human, but I I I don't think she'll outlast the Night King. I I think the Night King will be like the last episode. See, I disagree. I'm with Angel. There. I disagree. Or, or the end of the the penultimate episode, like so, right before. So I think we we you, you and I briefly talked off podcast about this, but the way I'm looking at it now, and obviously I don't know anything about the next episode or where it's going, but I have a feeling that by mid next season, because all six episodes are 90 minutes long, that's supposedly oh, the rumor like right six, now. It's like yeah. six so movies. This season, but then four of them were like 45 minutes. Right. So, all right. You're right. Well, there's one 51 minute one. So supposedly uh, the next next episodes are going to be 90 minutes long, whatever. I hope That's what I hope the truth is. 
I think we defeat the Night King by episode three, and then the next three episodes is humankind dealing with each other. The just like if if Cersei's still around, like everyone's kind of like picking up the scraps and who's gonna rule afterwards. That's where I, I think Night King's done by episode three. I, I just don't no. see it lasting that long. No, I I all right. So so what I imagine the end the end game of the show is that that. To, to me, the Night's King is it, it, there's like a moral to be learned, and that's like you're you're doing all these human squabbles for nothing when you know there's this cancerous tumor growing in the north that's going to kill everybody. So none of this matters, and, and the show alludes to that. So I think I think we're going to have some issues next episode. Like it's not going to go smoothly if you guys watch the promo. Yeah, and I think those squabbles and that fight for Cersei is going to last until the Night's King is basically on the front door. Then they'll Cersei will be dealt with. Then they'll deal with the Night King, and then they'll figure out, um, you know, whatever rule they're they're gonna have for Westeros from here on out. Because clearly, the whole Iron Throne thing isn't working. Danny's got to yeah, turn though. She has to turn. She's got to be evil. Like John has to impregnate her, and then has to kill her. That's, you know they're not going to do that, right? I, like, that would be the best. I would love that, but they're not going to do that. How could you say that? How could you say Game of Thrones isn't going to do that? Like, <laughs> I, mean, I, I wouldn't bet on the theory, but the theory that I pitched to everybody is that the Night King and Daenerys aren't that different. They've both done the same thing for seven years, and now they're both ready to claim Westeros as though it's their own. So uh, to me, Jon would have to deal with both in some sense. Like, Daenerys should lose it. I think that would be great, uh, uh, like, thematically. If it's just John and Daenerys versus the world, I would like the 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 predictable ending. I won't be satisfied. So, all right, let's talk about the Night King. Do we agree that he's sort of a warg? He waited for Danny in that position, uh, and yeah. and then he knew the dragon was coming. He had the entire time to kill John. You saw him throw that javelin. He could have threw that javelin at yeah. John. That wasn't a problem. The thing is, he waited for Danny because he wanted the dragon. The dragon might be the key to getting past the wall. Am I wrong? At yeah. That? If he uses the dragon to burn the wall down, because that's what I thought immediately, then then I'll I'll concede to some sort of uh, he he knew Daenerys was going to come with the dragons. He knew about them. If he doesn't, then I, I think it was all just sort of spurring the moment, and he just made that dragon his bitch. But I, I do think there's like something there's something going on with the dragon. Like like again, like this this theory ties in with the fact that like. A lot of people think Daenerys represents fire and John represents ice. I think John is already both, and everybody knows this. John is ice and fire. Yep. So I think that I think in some sense the Night King represents ice and Daenerys represents fire. Again, this ties into Daenerys being bad, them both being evil and wanting to take over Westeros. So him getting a dragon, it, it just seemed like that had to happen. Okay. So in some sense, he might have he might have known it eventually. Well, let's talk quickly about the Bran Night King theory. Uh, yeah, this this one's been really popular all of a sudden. Yeah, like it, I see it every day on my timeline it now. Blew up moons. Do you want to explain it? Or do you want me to go for it? Uh, I actually can explain it because a lot. Like I had to look into it when I, once I heard about it three times in a row. Okay. Um. So to my knowledge, Bran basically goes back into the past using the the time travel that he possesses. Eventually, the show is going to dip into. That's why we had the whole Hordor scenes and whatnot. And like he goes back in the past trying to solve the White Walker issue, and every time he fails, and he goes further and further back until he goes all the way back to when the Children of the Forest created the Night, uh, the Night King. And I think in the theory he wargs into the Night King and fails anyway, but because he's gone so far back in the past, he gets stuck there, and both uh, are happening simultaneously. Like he lives out thousands of years. And I, I might be getting this wrong, you're, right? You're is close. there anything I'm missing? No, you're pretty close. Really close. Basically, the idea is that that. 
he wards back into the Night King, but since he's there so long, he can't leave. Um, and then the Children of the Forest turn the guy into the Night King while, while uh, Bronn's still in his body. Right, exactly. Yeah, so, so Bran, as the guy, tries to stop the Children of the Forest, and they end up taking him yeah. prisoner and turning him into... Okay, okay, I get it now. Mm-hmm. And he and he could be Bran the Builder. Like, you know, he, he's tried multiple things to stop the White Walkers, but... In- so this is just going to mindfuck, like, every viewer that will not be able to, to, to hold two thoughts at the same time. The idea that Bran <laughs> is the, the Night King that's alive today. And, and also... And also Bran of the present. Young Bran, yeah. Yeah, because it's okay. two different timelines. You know, that's the way, that's the way space-time continuum works. Everyone knows that. Um, yeah, yeah. Time travel in movies and TV shows. It's I love it. Super, you know, every, everything. Lost was great, right? Um, but <laughs> oh my god, I actually don't, don't. I haven't watched Lost, but I know that's the thing. Uh, I I've watched the entire thing. It's it's one of those shows you have to watch all the way through. Like you can't wait each week. You have to just keep going. Yeah. No thanks. I'll pass on that one. But uh, so so maybe one of the reasons that the Night King doesn't kill John <laughs> is because he knows that John's his immediate family right away, and he's kind of thrown off by that. But also, it seems like he's just a warg and can see the future, knew the dragon was coming, and he was like, all right, I'm going to get ready for this. And I don't know if he knew he wasn't going to hit the second one, but he knew he was going to get the first. So that, that's what mattered the most there. Am I wrong? So I'll, I'll tangent on the okay. Bronn Night King thing, because I, I don't know if y'all agree with it, but I don't. Uh, I think it would be really cool. I think the coolest thing in the show, if they put that in there, I have nothing against it in terms of it being there, but I just... I don't think it's going to happen for a couple of reasons. One, it it battles on the assumption that Braun has been going back and there's no evidence to prove that he's been going back to try and stop the Night King. The only evidence is that he went back and, and affected Hodor. That's the only that's the only time we've seen him go back and affect the past. So Let me just stop you real quick, Tim. You keep calling Bran okay. Bron like Bron, Bron like Jamie, and I, as much as I would love, is as much as I would love Bron, Jamie's right hand to be yeah. the Night King, and like oh, that'd be that'd be the best, and, and just go for a horse and get a better wife at a castle. And that's just not the case. So Bran, my bad. Bran, yeah, Bran. Bran, you're good. You're good. <laughs> you're good. Oh, my pronunciation's awful. Um, anyway, Minus two. So... I can't pronounce anything. <laughs> I know that. Yeah. So so Bran. There's no evidence to suggest that he's been going back. Like he didn't say to anyone to, that, "Oh, hey, I went back and tried to do this." There was no. There's there's just no setup to me. There's no foundation. Whereas most other theories have something they pull from to be like, "Hey, look, this this might happen because of this event." Like like the theory we'll talk about later of Tyrion being a Targaryen. Like there were things to pull from that, as such as like he doesn't look like any of the other Lannisters. But with Bran. There's nothing there. The most substantial thing I saw was that oh, the Night King dressed like Bran, but like yeah, the North yeah. dresses like Bran. No, yeah, I agree. I think I think uh, the the things that point to that theory being true have to do with that like two minute scene where he goes back and sees uh, uh I don't know Leaf uh, make the Night yeah. King. Yep. And, and then there there's there's like foreshadowing by him leaning against the tree in the same way that the Night King was, and you know the Night King's got a funny nose like he does, and they change the actor. So. That's all I really have. I, I, I have a couple problems with the theory, and like I, I still, it has a chance. Like I'd, I'd give it like a ten percent chance of being true. It could definitely be true. Fair. It's getting a lot of popularity, but I think it's still more likely that old Three-Eyed Raven is Bran more so than Bran is the Night King. And then immediately those two theories begin to. I don't know how you guys feel about that one, right? That that was a theory the old, initially the last old season. I still Raven think Bran? that is way more likely to be true. 
I just think it's so much cooler if the Night King is Bran. Like, it just makes the story it's, way better. It's cooler in a sense that they would have to kill him. And then I also think some of the stuff that ties into that is, like, I think about the cat's paw dagger. And, like, I think about White Walkers and the fact that it's Valyrian's deal. And it makes me think that one of these things is, one of these, one of these whoever's going to be killed by it is going to be a very intimate thing. And the fact that it's Valyrian's deal lends itself toward having to kill like a white walker so if if bran has to be killed in like a a lovey-dovey way by john like and they talk about this bittersweet ending from george rr R. martin like it, it does kind of make sense but there uh i agree with tim there's just no there's not enough evidence on the show for me to believe that and they would have to create all the evidence in an episode in the future like they would just have to be like 40 minutes of exposition explaining <laughs> why bran could be the night king for me to buy into it well let's talk about working a little bit more or actually this the three-eyed raven so benjen uh Deus Machina, uh, machine, really. He shows up out of nowhere and is like, hey, it's, I'm your uncle. Ride this horse. Bye. And that's it. <laughs> so we're convinced that that was like the sort of the three-eyed raven doing. That was his purpose in life was to save Bran that one time and then save John now. Because in the editor's notes uh, of the show this week, they were like, yeah, we didn't really have a lot of time to do that, but we did it anyway. Is there is there any confirmation that it was Three-Eyed Raven, or is that just speculation? Because uh, I have a tangent to go on, if not. I would I would bet on it being the Three-Eyed Raven. Like it, it'd be bad. It would be a bad use of uh, Deus Ex Machina if if Benjen just showed up at the right time. Yeah, he can't. So I, I, he, I hope that the intent there was that the Three-Eyed Raven told him to be there. He fair, lived fair. beyond the so, wall because of the Three-Eyed Raven. I think he like just threw John. There was a time to explain, and the show did a really bad job setting it up. But like he can't go past a certain point in the north, otherwise he just explodes. So you might as well die in 10 seconds against the walkers. So Fair. We all agree that Benjen easily could have gotten on that horse and rode away with John, correct? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. I, uh, I think... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he also said he can't get past the wall, so there would be no, you know... Maybe That's why I think he stayed, is because he's he has to live beyond the, beyond the wall, and he's been doing it for a while, and I think he just was sick of it. Like, I mean, that's believable to me that, like, he's like, I don't want to do this anymore, so I'm just going to fight, and you go. I think he knew what his death was. He was told by the Three-Eyed Raven, here's the things that's going to happen, here's why I'm keeping you alive, save Bran, uh, and then save John, and that's your whole purpose in life. After that, you're done. That's it. Yeah. After that, the show writers just tied you up. Yep. You were you were you were a loose end. We needed to uh, dis- dispel of that. We got to get rid of got to get rid of him, and that's it. So uh, he entered the long night, and uh, and that was it for his little life. <laughs> we're we're going there now. No, no, we're never going there. Um, <laughs> 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 Everyone should try and find Tiger Woods's uh, hog online. Anyway, <laughs> we'll stay in case anyone's wondering. So the long night, but. Uh, where were we with Game of Thrones? I think we were going to complain about, uh, or we're we going to do future theories now, like what's what's kind of happening next, or where where are we headed now. Oh, the I'm next upset. episode I think is important. If you guys have you guys watched the promo, I did watch the yes. promo. Let's talk a little bit about that. So I, I think they worked backwards in this situation, like they did with this uh, the most recent episode with the I don't know the name of the episode, but you know how they had the Suicide Squad up north, and they yeah. clearly just wanted all those characters there. If you look at the promo for this episode in the Dragon Pit, like. All of your favorite characters are there. It's 18 oh. characters in total. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, I, like, like, Sansa sends Brienne south, but that was really just to get her there in the Dragon's Pit. And eventually she has to run into Jamie. Like, that's something that has to happen. So, to me, like, the writers, uh, maybe it's unrealistic that Sansa sent her that way, but I, I know why they did it. They need, they need to Brienne down south for this, for what's about to go down. And I think, I think it's going to be bad. I, I like, I usually wait for episode nine or or, or the penultimate episodes of, of Game of Thrones for, for like the action, but I think we're gonna get a lot next week. I think we're gonna get Clegane Bowl. 
Yeah, that's what I mean, my point was going to sure. be. Like that's that's the end all. Yeah. Be all. Not in like a not like not like a, uh, a trial of combat situation, but in like a in a in a in a scramble, like shit's going down. The hound needs to fight the biggest dude protecting everybody, right? Maybe, maybe he doesn't even know it's the mountain. Well, don't forget, Angel. The last week was our penultimate episode. This is our yeah, yeah. I know, but I I feel like now, but uh, because now there are only seven episodes this season, they're saving oh, something bigger for the last episode. You know what I mean? I, I was yeah. I was very disappointed with with um. The last episode, like I had high hopes. I love Hard Home, and I love uh, oh. I love the Hodor episode. Like I love Night King episodes. So like the fact that I didn't even see him like swing a sword just upset me because I was, <laughs> I, I thought this was it. This was the season I was finally going to get to see. Or, 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 I didn't think it was this season. I always thought it was last season. But when I saw the previews, I was like, that's it. John's finally going to get to fight the Night King one on one. I didn't get that, so that was just enough to to disappoint me. So I I, I think. I'm, 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 I have high hopes for this episode. I think we're going to see some characters that we love die. I, I think Tyrion might actually die next episode. Whoa, that's a hottie. Yeah, that's yeah, hot yeah, hot yeah, hot yeah. Hot. And I never felt that. If there was one character that I that I would bet that would live through the entire show forever, it was always Tyrion. Tyrion, Brienne, Samwell. Like they would always they would survive the long night, right? Yeah. But because uh, because I feel like something bad has to happen. <laughs> In, in the final in the final episode, and because they've sort of held back this season, a lot of characters could have died that didn't. Like Bron could have died, Tormund. I feel like they're going. If if it's the Game of Thrones we know and love, they're not going to hold any punches. And you could yeah. get rid of a character like Tyrion. Like his arc is kind of he, he's just a likable character at this point. Yeah, Tyrion's arc is over. For the yeah, his part. arc is over. He became hand to the queen. Like people respect him, and that's it. Like he could die. Hmm. Characters like him, Davos doesn't really have anything to fulfill. I just don't want Davos don't to go Davos. anywhere. <laughs> I know, yeah, I know, I, just, I know, but those are the characters you kill. So, I was terrified when Tormund was screaming last episode, help. I, yeah, I was yeah, like, is no, he going to die, please? Don't I was die. sold, I was sold. I thought he was going to die. Yeah, I thought he was over, and I was like, this is a terrible way to die. It was an <laughs> yeah, awful yeah. way, especially for such like a great warrior to like just go getting dragged to an ice pit. Jesus. Uh, you know her? Uh, uh, all right, so you, what was that? His banter with the Hound was probably one of the greatest greatest back and forth between two funny characters in, Gawk? in the show. Gawk? Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I like um... Dick. I'm gonna suck my dick. Is that it? <laughs> dick. But yeah, like the, the Hound still has an arc. Like, you know, he's gotta fight the mountain. Um Brienne's yeah. gotta do something with Jamie. Like these characters I think are safe. The characters that don't uh, don't really have a an arc left, like Tyrion Davos, I think they might suffer next episode. I just don't think is Fair. Davos down there? Podrick. Is he one of them? Davos is down there. If you Jeez. pause it, there's like a shit ton of characters down there that Jeez. you could be. I saw. I saw about. the. I saw the list of eighteen that someone like actually wrote. I didn't down. see a list. I didn't know there was a list. Yeah. I just looked I at. It. I just. I just paused on the promo and I. I saw like Theon, Podrick, Brienne, Tyrion, John. I'm like, this is terrible. Theon can go too. Podrick was staying in Winterfell. Theon can go, but he still he still has a redemption arc that he hasn't completed. Uh, I actually like Theon too, but he keeps he makes it really hard. He makes it really yeah, hard. It's not like Jamie's redemption arc. No. It, 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 it's it's like Theon is really craven and like pathetic. I like I really I, I don't know why I sympathize with him, but at the same time, like oh man, fucking Theon. Yeah, he's got no dick. Got but no basically, dick. yeah, like he's got he's got to reclaim his manhood at some point, so he can't just die to Cersei. God, I J- Jamie's my boy though. Like he the the Cersei turn. Oh, I love Jamie. He's my guy. He, it has yeah. to happen now. The Cersei yeah, has of to all happen. the theories that people have, uh, Jamie killing Cersei, I would bet thousands of dollars on that. Like that has to happen. It's that to me is yeah. a definite. It's the prophecy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So some of the theories, I'm 100 percent by. It was like R plus L equals J before they confirmed it. It was like, yeah, that's definitely happening. It's definitely happening. He has. To, he's yeah. he's the only so, one that can kill her. 
Yeah, Jamie killing Cersei's got to happen, 100%. And she's definitely not pregnant at all. I don't know. I keep hearing that. I keep hearing everybody saying that she lied, but I just don't think, why would they? I think it's just trying to add more weight to the fact that Jamie has the killer. Yeah, I felt like... At- it's making it more believable that Jamie takes her side a little longer than she than he should be. Right? If she's not pregnant, maybe he turns and kills her earlier uh, within the future events of the show. But now, he, now he holds but off because he's like, my child's Now he holds off until it's really bad. And he's like, fuck it. Uh, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> now, <laughs> fuck it. Now is the time. Yeah, sorry, newborn son or daughter. I like, think he, he might hold off until he finds out it's not his and it's Kyburn's. Kyburn! Yeah, I believe that. It might be Euron's or something. But it also, yeah, she might be lying. She could be lying. It's just, I don't know. I, I really don't see a use for having them for having her lie about it other than to keep him under control because he met with Tyrion without telling her and she had to reveal like yeah i know everything that's going on i think that's that's the reason i think so just purely to keep him on her side oh yeah yeah i could see that well i have a question where have where the hell is Euron? where's he been i I, that's what i'm concerned like i i I, like if you watch the promo cersei kind of looks cornered because the Unsullied and uh, the Dothraki basically surround King's Landing. In the promo, these aren't spoilers. Right. These, <laughs> it's literally um, out there on the internet for you to watch. It's out there on the internet for you to watch, but they haven't showed us Euron, and I think, I don't know what she has planned, but she has to have something planned. That's well, those were his it ships. might involve Euron. Those were his ships by the, uh, when they were when they were panning into the to the island. Those were his ships, were they not? It's, I think they, oh, they, they think they do show They do him. show his ships? I think they, but show they yeah, ships. Really show the context, right? No, they don't. No, they, it was just like a whole fleet of ships, and I'm pretty sure I saw the Ironborn uh, flags on them, but I could be wrong. Yeah, it's hard to infer what's going to happen, but it's bad. I've been thinking like maybe a hostage situation, because how do you, how does, if Cersei does something bad, how does she get out of that situation with the, with the army sort of surrounding her? I also yeah. think Daenerys doesn't go because, uh, Mainly because you don't see her in a promo, mm. but because that would that would that would uh, incentivize Daenerys like to do something about it, right? Like I don't think even though Tyrion says when we show up, we'll show up with two armies and three dragons. I don't think the dragons or two dragons, Daenerys are two, showing dragons, up. two dragons. But yeah, now it's two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also another reason why I think Tyrion's gonna die is because they had that talk about him being a hero and whatnot. Oh, or not being a hero. Being, so. That's yeah, a good yeah, point. I think they that were foreshadowing sense. him Yo, doing something. Yo, you're really like, I didn't think about this Tyrion dying deal. I'm no, yeah, I'm yeah, kind yeah. of another in now. Reason, another reason why I think Daenerys will turn mad is because I think they're going to do something that forces Missandei to want to leave. I think something's going to happen maybe with the, this this uh, this uh, Grey Worm. He's dying. Yeah, and, and the situation that they, they basically talked about with Missandei, John, and Davos, it's actually going to come up. Like it, It's going to surface as a reality where Missandei wants to leave and Daenerys has to make the decision as the, to let her go or not. And she's going to say no. Yeah. Because Daenerys is just like the Night King. She just has an army of slaves. Yeah. <laughs> and she's evil. And that's my theory. And I hope it pans out like that, I, even though I wouldn't bet on it. I hate Danny, and I want nothing more than that to be true. I hate her as a character. I've hated her from the start. She's boring. She's always been like, I'm trapped in the sandcastle. She's always playing politics. She's never a good leader. She's a terrible actress. She's not fun to watch, whatever. Kit Harrington has come yeah. a long way as Jon Snow. He's incredible now. He's fun. He's stoic. He has stuff to do. He has a mean yeah. he has a meaning. Danny is just annoying. I've never liked her, and I know I'm alone in that. We're well, not alone, but I I'm, I'm part of a minority at least. She's had her I- moments. 
What? Yeah, she's had a couple a couple of okay moments. When was that? Uh, but I've never been I've never been a huge fan of Essos on the show. Virtually not. Name at all. a good Danny moment. When she burned down the hut, uh, when she was with the whatever the, all the other and she widowed Khaleesi. That was that was when a she, good moment. When she made Tyrion the hand. That was cool. That was also a good that was moment. Good. But that's a Tyrion moment more that. than a Danny moment. That was Tyrion fulfilling his purpose in some sense. Yes. But when yeah, she, no, I, I agree. I, I'm not I'm not a big fan of Daenerys. And I, I she said, yeah, me. screw you, and then burned down all the ships of the slavers uh, at the end of, what was that, season five? It's just like, when she's so few moments. She does. She, I, I agree with that. She, she has a very predictable character for a show that thrives on not being predictable yeah well i don't think her end will be predictable right because the show's been leading yeah. up to her building up an army going to westeros and becoming uh and, and sitting on the iron throne so that can happen she has to go to westeros and she has to fail and fail and turn evil or just fail i wanted her to turn so bad <laughs> so she's gonna she's gonna remain good and fail or she's going to turn bad and also fail speaking of magic she's not, she's not succeeding in, in, in this in this dream to conquer you know the, the seven kingdoms and the realm we briefly touched happening. on the the brand theory earlier did we mention the mad king part of it uh oh the mad he goes back yeah, and the so, mad, yeah so, i don't buy that it just doesn't make any sense to me so, why would brand go back into the past because i've heard this theory even before people thought brand was the night king it was the idea that brand was going back in the past and talking to uh aries and that makes him go crazy so yeah or is it Aegon? or no it's aries and, uh, yeah, it's Ares. It's Ares. Yeah, it's Ares. And uh, and with Ares, he says burn them all. But really, what he means is burn all the White Walkers. But Ares takes it as his people. <laughs> yeah. Why, why would he be telling? Ares, yeah, I don't buy it because well, a the the, the Targaryen blood they're they're kind of yeah. crazy by default, like they're products exactly. of incest. And b why is he telling King Ares to burn all the White Walkers that aren't going to show up for another I don't know seventy years. That's fair. Or so. Yeah, that's it. That's a stretch. We already knew he was like he had issues when he um what was the thing with um the Stark like he tortured him and then tried to make him save his dad by putting the or hanging him and then putting the sword just out of reach. Right. You know what yeah, I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I do. All right. So all right, I just wanted to touch on, I wanted to touch on that real quick. So do we want to like kind of get we we're kind of getting to predictions now of where that this is all going. I want. Wait, wait. Who, who do you guys think dies next episode? I, that's a guarantee. Somebody's got to die, right? Someone. I want to. Yeah. I want to know how you guys feel because I was. I was on like the Tyrion Davos side of it. I'm. I think. I think it's a character we love. I'm now it, leaning Tyrion. I also think the Hound might die. Uh, I think the Hound might die uh, shortly after, like killing by killing Gregor at the same time, right? Like, like right after that. Yeah, it's like a same deal. Yeah. And then I'm also. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm yeah. on the Baelish has to die at like train. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I definitely hope he. Died. Like, I just hope that's resolved. Even if he I just hate die. his arc now, because I'll be honest with you guys. Like, I was a pretty big Littlefinger fan, especially from the books and going through everything. And then as as the season goes on, uh, he just gets creepier. He becomes more obsessed with Sansa in a, like a weird way. He's not playing the yeah. game really like the chess way he used to play. I like. It feels like he like lost all his edge out of nowhere. Especially when he became Lord of the Vale. Well, even that. No, when when he was Lord of the Vale, he's fine. But as soon as he moved from the Vale, it feels like he hasn't had control since then. And he's trying his hardest to gain it back. But he's just become a creepy character that I don't enjoy as much. But I used to love all of his banter on the screen. So maybe that just goes to show you how much characters can change. Yeah, I my my bets with Littlefinger and I. Angel's convinced me Tyrion. I think is he's he's done for. 
Yeah, just that one scene where he's talking to Daenerys. Like, I don't know. It said something to me. And I feel like he's, if you're going to kill somebody that would like destroy everybody. Yeah. You kill Tyrion. So is you think his prediction is that Tyrion's going to save Daenerys somehow in a heroic um, no, way? No, he's, he's, he might try to say, I don't think Daenerys is going to be there, but uh, either he's just a victim of Cersei's cru- cruelty or he tries to thus do something for Jon. Either way, like it, it just gets him killed in some sense. Hmm. That's probably a fair. Point. I mean, yeah. Like, what what could you really do with Tyrion going into like seasons? Uh, unless he's a Targaryen, he's going to ride a dragon. Is what some no. people say. Like, that, no, it's not going to happen. That died when the third dragon died. So I think it would just service the show to to kill him off in a way that would make you hate Cersei's guts. And also, this would this would lend itself towards Jaime, you know, starting to turn against Cersei. And I I, I could just see it working out. Do you out. think like, that's I, why yeah. he's the lead? He's the first name that said in the opener. They're giving him his last hurrah. Wait, wait, is it? Yeah, it is. I noticed that last week. Peter Dinklage is the first name that comes that's, up? That's correct. He's the first name on the building. Oh, wow. Interesting. So maybe it's his last hurrah deal. I don't know. Just something I noticed. Angel's got me convinced. I'm like, I'm, gra- I'm in on I'm this. glad I sold you guys on that, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, clicked, it clicked when I seen the promo. I went to my sister. I'm like, I feel terrible about this. <laughs> like, because it's not going to go as planned. Like, it's totally like that's That's a music guarantee. Another thing I'd bet my life on. But now who do you kill? Like, you don't kill John. You don't kill Brienne. Maybe the Hound. Like, you could kill more than one. Like, so, but, but the one I'm betting on the most, or at least the one that I think would be the best to kill would be Tyrion. Yeah, I don't think Jorah's dying yet either. I just feel like he has a more... Yeah, yeah, Jorah has to nail Daenerys. No, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, like, they all have to do something. Jorah has to nail Daenerys. Yeah. Brienne has to, to fall in love with Jaime or do something there. Theon has to... Yeah, re- Tormund, bro, Tormund. Or that, yeah, either way, exactly. It keeps her alive. It's, it's, something's happening between those three that has to go down. Um, Theon's got to reclaim his manhood. Podrick, maybe. By rescuing his sister. Podrick's got to go Tiger Woods level and lay it down. Like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> long night big dick pod I just can't long see night. why Cersei would care enough to kill <laughs> kill Podrick yeah but I could see her caring enough to kill Theon or Davos right definitely Davos can go and that's so upsetting I'm uh, not Theon sorry Tyrion or Davos not Theon yeah not Theon Theon Theon's there Theon's got to do something with Yara and God Davos no Davos can't die because he has to kill um. Davos can't die because I'll just be upset. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah, Melisandre, something has to be fulfilled there. Wow, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. I forgot that Davos Well, she said she'll die in Westeros, so. Yeah, so, all right. So, I'll I'll bet a little less on Davos now, even though I, like, I'm not sure if it's going to be Davos that handles Melisandre or Arya, because I think Arya has her on her list. Hmm. Does she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From Gendry, from taking Gendry or something. Uh, yeah. It has something to do with that. There's a couple people on Arya's list that I don't think Arya will ever kill. It's weird. Like the Hound, Melisandre, and Cersei. She's not killing Cersei can't. She's, yeah, she's yeah, not yeah. killing I don't think she's hound. killing any. She's definitely not killing the Hound. She had her chance. Oh, definitely not the Hound. Actually, she 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 went back on that. She wouldn't. She told the wave she wouldn't kill the Hound. That's true. Oh, yeah. She could have killed him. Yeah. yeah she, well, his leg bones were sticking out, and she could have fucking stabbed him in the face, but she didn't. <laughs> so... All right, so, so, so Tyrion and uh, Baelish are at the top of the list I, for, yeah. for my death Man, prediction. I'm so upset that you convinced me to this. And I, I sold you on it? Yeah, you really did. I'm, like, pissed about it, but it's I, I really believe it now. It, it's nothing yeah. I ever felt. It was it was the character I'd bet that would survive beyond the long night. Mm, Tiger Woods. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, he would survive beyond the, like, like beyond the events of the final episode. Like, it was him. I, I mean, if anybody's even going to sit on the Iron Throne, it's almost like it should be Tyrion. 
But once I saw that promo, once I once I seen that he was there in in, in the Dragon Pit, I'm like, uh, I don't know, man. It's not John. <laughs> I just it's not John. It's not Brienne. I was like, I don't know. John's I the only gotta- thing that the only thing that was keeping him alive was that theory of him being a Targaryen. But since the third dragon's dead, there's just no point. Like. Yeah. No How do you guys to- feel about the Night King? Maybe not being Bran, but I, I think he there's a good chance he has Targaryen blood or Stark blood. There's a good chance he has both, right? I mean, yeah. I, I, I my, my original thing with the Night King is that he was just like a force, and, and he represented like, uh, you know, the 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 apocalypse on the show, and that was the real issue. But now, like because of the last season, and because they decided to humanize him in some sense, I do feel like there's some significance to that. So I, uh, I, I think it's a chance he ends up. I, I think he's either Bran. He could be an old Targaryen king, but even then, like I don't know. Like, wouldn't you have a dragon already? No, you probably wouldn't. I don't know. Nah. It's it's weird though. I, I, to me, he just is a seer. So seers traditionally aren't Targaryen. That's that's kind of why I lean no, against no, that. Well, then he, he, maybe has Stark blood. Yeah, that's why I say he. I, he probably has Stark yeah. blood. I bet it would, it would, it would, uh, again, I think maybe he represents ice and she represents fire. Not so much that it, it's, it's him and John, or if John just represents both by himself. Yeah. I think there's an equivalency there. You know, I, I keep trying to draw an equivalence between Daenerys and, and, and the Night King, because I really do think they're similar. If you, if you blind yourself to the rest of the event, if you blind yourself to the Essos plotline, if some evil, um, you know, white haired girl just, just, just came from another continent. And tried killing everybody with her evil dragons. Uh, yeah, and, and, uh, and a bunch of slaves and a wild and a bunch of slaves. A wild, yes, a, a wild culture that is based upon like Spartan-like yeah. and features. Fire. Yeah, I, I, I think they mirror each other in some sense. So I think they both might be a threat to to, to the continent, and you know, John and might end up having to kill both. At least I hope it would go that way. I hope John kills I just, both. I, I want to see Daenerys die. I want I want John yeah, to. So depressing. I want John. To, I want Jorah to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, like that's the best. Like she takes out Longclaw, and Jorah's like a step before to stop Longclaw from going. And oh wait, Jorah could have taken Longclaw. He could have taken. What do you guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could have. And he could have taken it, and he uses it to kill Daenerys. Are you kidding? Oh, I'm in. I'm in. That'd be gold. I'm in. What do you guys think? Ice and Fire represents though. Do you think it's it's John? It's John and Daenerys, or is it just John? I would think it would just be John. To me, it's just John. I don't think Daenerys is a part of the equation. Some people think it's the sword ice being broken up. I think it's just John, but you could also make a case that it's John's parents. It's Lyanna and Rhaegar. Yeah, and he and Uh, and he's the product of that. Yeah, he's the product of fire and ice. So yeah, there's the story. Yeah, I think it's just John. I don't think Daenerys is tied into that. Me too. I kind of feel the same way. Like she's always been escaping. I think Melisandre saying she brought ice and fire together. I think that's a red herring. Like I don't think, because again, John is both. It just doesn't make sense to me. You didn't bring ice and fire together. You brought ice and fire and fire together. I so I would. I'm I'm betting on John. I 100 agree. And I hope he long calls the shit out of her. Eventually. Oh, that'd be too good. I'd I'd go with John too. I it's either it's either John or it's Daenerys and the Night King. I don't think it's Daenerys and John. Yes, yes, that's how I felt. It's either John or the equation is Daenerys and the Night King, and the song's actually just evil. Guys, if John dies next episode, I know nothing. Like He's I, not. like I know you say that, but there's it's in play. Like, yeah, it's it's so strange because ever since he's been brought back, I'm like he can't die now until the last episode, right? But, but in the Battle of the Bastards, I'm like. He's really suffering. Like yeah, he's suffocating. He can really die. Is he gonna die? <laughs> and then when he got pushed into the water, I'm like, 
This doesn't make sense. You can't die. Like that would just that would happen in vain. Side note for Battle of the Bastards, I, I literally felt like I was suffocating watching him. Incredible. Like, oh, yeah, did such yeah. a good job with the camera. An incredible No, it's work. a shame they, they didn't bring that director back for whatever reason. Miguel Sapochnik, I'm a nerd Yeah, about you're a real stuff. nerd. You're a real nerd. Yeah, real nerd. I, I don't he did, know that. He did Battle of the Bastards and the final episode, which was also really good. It's kind of it, it gets overshadowed by Battle of the Bastards, but he also did hard That final episode was yeah. insane. Oh, yeah. my God. It was, oh, so it was amazing. It was the best. The, the music build up with Cersei. Oh, boy. Yeah, so, all right. King of the North, yeah, like everything. We, I, I, felt, I felt a lot of things. I'm gonna start wrapping up. Did we miss anything? Is there anything we did? There was that we wanted to talk about that we didn't touch on. Any storylines? Any characters? John's gonna get Danny pregnant. Yeah, that's gonna they happen. Just, that's for sure. Yeah, so we, much with the I can't get pregnant. Yeah, it's, she's she's gonna get she's gonna get prego, for sure. Yeah, we covered we covered the the, the worst episode of the season. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. We did that. We covered end game theories. We covered next episode theories. Yep, I think that's that's about it. Um, on Sunday night. I might try and squeeze in a, re- a rapid reaction, so I'll let you guys know. Maybe we can Sounds we can good. do this like uh, uh are you you're watching with your familia, Angel? Um yeah, well uh, probably just my mother. I usually try to watch it with some member of my family. I get it. But family um, bonding. A lot of them. Yeah, yeah, it's a family. But we all watched the leaked episode on like Wednesday of last week yep. together. You had cool. to. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I was the spoilers were insane. They were everywhere. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't do it. I stay alone. I, you're lucky. You could just be playing like Halo or something, and somebody just you know ice dragon like, oh my god, why'd you oh, say that? Like, this is how bad people can are. Can I tell you? Uh, this is a terrible story, actually. So there's this game on Steam called Reign of Kings, and it's like you, uh, it's pretty much like you're a free for all medieval game where you like could build castles and kill people that are running around and like hang them and stuff like that. Two or three, Lovely. two or three days before Star Wars came out, I made a, a novelty account called Han Solo Dies. But I didn't. But I didn't know that Han Solo died. I was just doing it to be a troll. But I accidentally <laughs> spoiled the it for like at least two hundred people. That's terrible. It sucks that you happened to be right about that. I was just. I was just kidding. I was just joking. Because <laughs> there was a bunch of people I would... like making Star Wars claims, and I was like Han Solo dies, and that was it. And I, I and it was just that for two two days. So people when they see the, saw the movie, they were like. That fucking guy spoiled it for me. Did they message you? No. Did anyone message I, you? No, I, I never went back on afterwards. But <laughs> if, if I saw a name like that, I would assume it's true. And like you, you just looked up like a like something that was leaked or something, yep, and you know, yep. and I would assume it's true. Then I would just be disappointed. You're probably waiting on there. Get on 200 messages. Those are the worst. Death like, threats. Like before episode eight comes out, my phone is not being turned on. I'm I'm not looking at a computer for like a week at least. Yeah. Same thing I did with, with episode seven. We'll do a full Star Wars pod. That'll happen. Oh, for sure. Oh, you want to get Joe? So you want to get Joe on for that? Can we do that? Joe, you should probably bring Joe oh, on if you're yeah. gonna bring anybody you know. Yeah, <laughs> Joe's a good let's, person. Let, to bring let's on. do a three-person Star Wars pod before episode eight. Yeah. I'm down. That'll be very interesting. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, we're going to try and do one on Sunday night. We'll see that. Um, and uh, and then we'll do rapid reaction. This way, we'll be fresh in our minds and we'll all be mind blown and uh, ki- oh kind of upset on the same. Yeah. I hope I'm. I mean, and we'll, we'll see how bad my predictions are. My predictions have actually been terrible this season. I thought Braun was going to die. I thought uh, right. they were going to take Jamie hostage after that, uh, after that Same, battle. Same, and he was fine. That was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. He just, yeah. I was so like, oh, he's Michael Phelps. He just swam to shore. He's, yeah, he swam to shore, and then he just teleported he to King's He swam like two minutes, and he was like, quick, quick travel. Watch this. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> he, he brought out the Sheikah slate, yeah, and he, it was just like, <laughs> That was it. And, like, Daenerys didn't think, like, oh, a couple maybe important people escaped, like generals. I could just fly on my dragon and go 
you'll get them. A lot of people have a problem with with the uh, with the fast travel, but I, I was like making a point on Twitter yesterday. I don't really mind it because all that stuff can be covered with exposition. Like the characters do have to traverse the land. You could do that over seasons of the show, or you could just have it and assume that the viewers are smart enough to think that some time passes between when the characters travel or whatnot. So I don't really have too much of a gripe with the, with the fast travel. It's There were people complaining about the Night King throwing, he, he threw the spear too far. Like, are you kidding me? The guy's been alive for 10,000 years and he's, he has superpowers. Like, I'm not, the last thing I'm the concerned guy about is how far he could throw a spear. Yeah, I'm not worried about his javelin throwing. What I am worried about is how fast those ravens, those ravens, ravens got to Daenerys. That's what I'm worried about. That was it. That broke lore for me a little bit because they just got there so quick. That was an issue because it's just it, it, the show should have just made it look like three days go by and nobody would have an issue with no. it. No, there's like like no, wait, not wait. at all. And then Gedry ran like yeah, a full. They made full it look marathon. like a whole day. A whole day went by. Well, he's got all the stamina from the row and from, from the four seasons of row. That was his arms. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he should have he, he done like a handstand. Yeah, and, he handstand and, running. <laughs> once his legs started getting tired, he should have just. If Gedry like, got in a, this is how you you write that episode better. You have it then walk down a river, the entire way. And then when it happens, Gedry gets in a boat and he rows back to, to the wall. And like he trained, <laughs> he trained his whole life for this. Like that. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with Gedry running back and the dragon within a day. The the the, the crow delivering the message is is like insane. Because we wait, yeah. we've waited what? All they had to do Seasons? was just make it look like another day went by. I know. That's yeah, all. I have, all no idea like, have them wake up and shoot the shit. Oh, you want to know another big gripe? I know we're trying to close up. Another big gripe I have with that episode. Was the, the the brotherhood going there, um, w- with a purpose outside of John's, and not really like not they didn't have to be there at all. They like like that to me wasn't written that well because they just went. For the no Lord reason. Like, they really went for no reason. Would they have went without John? Like I understand his fate to this, so John was going to be there. Everybody was going to be there, but they didn't even really help John. Like that whole scene could have happened without that. Like they didn't do. If anything, the Hound almost gets them all killed. Absolutely. So I thought I thought that I thought that was odd. Like yeah, I, accurate. Too. I thought that wasn't clean. They were like that was a little rough around the edges. A, a lot of people don't talk about it, but I was like, why were they there? Really? They did, like, it was the Lord of Light just wanted you to be there for a big battle. It was like you must you join the Avengers. Yeah, it was like it was like an email that was like, "Hi guys, you have to join the Avengers now." Thanks, bye, Tony Stark. Yeah, because one of the things I thought uh, leading up to that episode is like, yeah, John's going there for that, but the brotherhood is going there for something else. I want to know what they're trying to get at the top of that mountain or yeah, like, like, like are, are we going to get like a one-on-one between Beric and the, I, I, I don't know. I, I anticipated a lot more out of that episode that I didn't get. Did you notice the white walkers were standing on the exact same rock when Bron flew over or Bran flew over with the uh, crows that John and them were standing on when Wait, they were. Yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't that. That. Wait, well, explain that yeah. a little more. It was, uh, the ex- it was the exact same rock. Oh. Yeah, they must have filmed it at the same time, but when, when the yeah. crow is flying over the army, the, the Night King is standing on the rock that they were standing oh, on. Oh, that's a nice foreshadowing. Yeah. That, I didn't see that. That, to me, just kind of seems like production. Like, we're not going to find a new place. We're just going to take it. Yeah, yeah, goal. this is the best place to film this. <laughs> so yeah. we'll do it all here. And it, the, the scenery was beautiful. I thought, I thought that was... It was. It was really well, this, this, It was just really funny. The writing and the banter has been excellent this season. The advanced dialogue has not been good, but the shot and the cinematic shots are, have been incredible. Every single oh, one. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I can't really complain about that. And the season is good overall. I can't... I, I No, it's a, it's good. Everything up until this episode, this is the first episode that I really had I'm gripes. Se- and they put all my gripes into one episode. I'm seriously like, nitpicking. Just- like, seriously nitpicking. So, yeah. uh, we have... Part of being a fan. All right, we, we're going to wrap it up with, with uh, rapid uh, two minutes. 
of talking about anything you'd like. Get anything off your chest. You can talk about Tiger Woods' long night. You can talk about <laughs> the Fappening 3.0. We could talk about uh, anything at this point. Because I want to hit, uh, I, I want to hit a solid hour on this podcast. I was looking at a discussion. All right, I'm going to speed this up. Okay. You guys remember the Night King from from Hard Home versus the the new actor that plays the Night King? Yes. Yeah. A lot of people like the Hard Home Night King. They think he looks more. I love the new guy because I don't know why. It's, it's just like the facial structure is like it's a little it's, different. It's something about the facial structure. I think the the the, the Hard Home one looks too cartoony. He does look a little too it's cartoony. People not liking change. Yeah, yeah. He looks too cartoony. He looks too blue in Hard Home. I uh, I kind of agree, but then I also thought he was CGI this episode. That's how, like before I, lo- I really looked. I think this, no, no. On the hill, when they first yeah, notice him, when Bird points him out, yeah. they just look like cartoons. They, it didn't look like they were standing there at all. No, I thought they were like, it looks like in Star Wars when they pop up like uh, the R2-D2 holograms. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. But uh, they also brought out a new White Walker. He's got like shorter hair. Like I noticed this stuff because they keep like, they kill like the same guy with long hair like three times. They've killed him mad <laughs> times. Oh, we forgot to mention this. I can't believe it. And we'll end with this. When you kill a White Walker, all the whites die. Oh, I thought this was genius. Oh. Nobody points it out, but except for one white. Yeah. My theory is that the night the Night King controls that one white, and when he yes. sends these guys on their own separate missions to do whatever they're doing, the Night King actually sends a white with them just in case yes. they die. I thought that was awesome. Or, or to like be, be sure he can keep an eye everywhere. No, I yeah. can't believe we missed that. that... Yeah, I, I was watching it with the crew. They're like, why did like they all died except for one? That's I'm like, no, the Night King. I, at least I think that was what the writers were thinking. The Night King sends a, a, no, I agree. a, a recall white with the group yeah. just in case the group goes down. I thought that was awesome. It, as soon as I seen that one alive, I'm like, they're fucked. It seems so convenient. huge. Until you mentioned that to me. Oh, yeah. You, oh, you didn't think of that. No, because I, I, when, you, when you mentioned it to me, I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense now. Because that's how he knew exactly where they were oh, afterwards, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as one didn't go down, I'm like, they're fucked. Because that, that has to be his. That, the, the one he's controlling i'm like i don't know i thought that was i thought that was a little cool uh a cool part of the episode that a lot of people that's an have enormous discovery though that's like that's huge because now they know they all they have to do is gun for the white walkers and not yeah, just yeah, kill yeah. the whites a lot of people felt that but that's like a confirmation that like the army won't die like they're not going to destroy the army john's going to kill the night king final uh final point here i don't think they ever kill viserion they kill the night king first and that's how viserion dies no, I think I think Drogon's gonna kill Viserion just like Drogo killed. He's gonna melt Viserys. them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, oh, that's what I thought too. Good I thought prediction. they were gonna call back I'm to so that. Mad. Yeah, that's so good. All right. Yeah, uh, that, that's a good point. All right, this has been our Game of Thrones uh, recap. Thanks for uh, listening, everyone. I know it's like we're a Rangers podcast, but sometimes we do shit like this. <laughs> so there you go. Who's the Rangers? Yeah, who, I love being brought on to not talk about the Rangers. Yeah, I love yeah. It. It's like I, I can't wait to be on a Game of Thrones podcast. Yeah. and talk about the Rangers. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be. The- <laughs> All right, man. We'll be back uh, Monday or Sunday night. I might post it. Rapid reaction. All right, we'll see. Later, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.